1: In this engaging hour, you'll hear from people just like you who wanted to achieve success and did. What was their secret? You'll need to listen to find out. Now, here's your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy.
2: Welcome to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for joining me today and each and every week. From all around the world, my goal with this show is to encourage, inspire, and empower you to achieve a higher level of success in your business and in your life. So I am super excited that you guys are here with me today. And for those of you who might be brand new listeners, thank you so much for joining us. And make sure that you subscribe to the show over on iTunes and on Stitcher. That way, if you're too busy to catch the show live, you can always catch the replay every single week. It's usually posted within a few days, so you can just go to iTunes or to Stitcher and subscribe to the show. Also, we have show notes available over on my website, connectwithrachel.com. So generally, we've got a live show on Friday, and usually by the following week, we have show notes that are being posted so that you can reference back to different topics and and um, different things that we discussed throughout the show. It's kind of a nice resource for those of you who are interested in maybe diving a little deeper into a specific topic or um, kind of going back through those notes to kind of have that refresher in mind as well. You know, The objective here is to really help you take your business and your life to that next level. And so sometimes it's just all about taking one piece of information, one little nugget of wisdom, like I like to call it, um, and and implementing that in your life or in your business. And so that's why we have those show notes available for you. Again, that's over on my website, connectwithrachel.com, and it's a really great resource for those of you who want to just kind of dig a little deeper into these concepts each week. Okay, so let's jump into today's topic, how to stop letting your mood control your life. Have you ever felt like you've been in a bad mood and it just affected your entire day? Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever experienced a situation where you had a, a something bad that happened, or something frustrating that happened, and your emotions took over. And maybe it caused you to eat junk food, or to pick a fight with your spouse. Maybe you even skipped a get-together with friends or movie night. You chose not to, to do anything fun because you were just grumpy and in a bad mood. Have you ever felt like that? Well, chances are you probably have at one time or another. Because you know what? Emotions are really powerful. And we all face challenges, setbacks, frustrations, sometimes on a daily basis. So what can we do to start to really manage our emotions so that a bad mood doesn't take control of our lives. What can we do differently? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about on today's show. I'm going to share with you some ways that you can stop letting your mood control your life. I'm going to share with you how to quickly and easily conquer your emotions while staying true to yourself, which is so important. And then I'm also going to share with you a simple trick to help you lift your spirits even when you're having a bad day. Let's face it, we all have moments when things go wrong. We all have days where it just starts off bad and and just spirals out of control from there, right? Like, you've been there before, I've been there before. It happens. But what I've learned over the years is that there's a lot of things that we can do to kind of manage our emotions and to to manage those bad days. When something goes wrong, a lot of it's about how we react and respond. And so we're going to be talking about that today. And hopefully, you'll have some strategies that you can apply to your life so that you can stop letting your mood control your life. I believe that we are really in control of ourselves and our thoughts and our beliefs. And really, we control our destiny by the choices that we make. So where you are right now in life is a result of the choices that you have made up until now. And if you're someone who's been letting your emotions control your life, you now is a great time to kind of make a change and start taking control of those emotions so that you can really start living the life that you want to live. You know, when your emotions are controlling your life, controlling your choices, it's just it's not a great experience. I've been there myself. In fact, several years ago, I was significantly overweight and I was an emotional eater. And, uh, you know, it's something that I had to really work on overcoming because my emotions would take over and I'd get upset or I'd feel sad about something or, you know, angry about something. And instead of dealing with those feelings, I would turn to food. And food became that comfort for me. It was a coping skill, really. Emotional eating for me was a coping skill. It was a way I learned how to deal, not in a healthy way, but how to deal with feelings that I, I just couldn't deal with and I couldn't face at the time. This was many, many years ago. But, you know, when your feelings take over like that, it's easy to feel overwhelmed and frustrated, and it's easy to just grab food or, or something else. You know, for you, it might be something else. A, a lot of times this uh, this coping skill of food or substance abuse in some cases. A lot of times this is because we're not dealing with our emotions in a healthy and positive way. And so what I want to show you today is how to deal with those emotions and how to take control of how you feel so that you can manage them in a healthy way and in a way that serves you at the highest level. Back when I was an emotional eater, man, whew, I made a lot of poor decisions back then. And and going and, and baking a, a pan of brownies and, and eating half the pan. That was not a healthy choice. And, um, you know, I guess really I felt like I, I didn't know what else to do, right? I didn't know how to manage those emotions other than to eat something that would quote unquote, make me feel better. But did it really make me feel better? Well, temporarily, it did, yeah, for five or ten minutes, I felt better, but then I felt sick to my stomach and kind of miserable, and then I was mad at myself for making a bad decision, and you know for obviously hindering my progress back then, I was trying to lose weight, and of course, I was sabotaging my success, and you know these are things that I had to to work on, and I had to learn how to make some of those changes and in order to to lose the weight and to get healthy. I had to change. And some of the things that I changed was my response to my emotions. And I learned how to manage those emotions in a positive way so that I was not uh, really... uh, chained to food, right? I mean, for those of you who have never had a problem with emotional eating, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But for those of you who have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you feel like you're just chained to food where you rely on that on that food to make you feel better and man, that's just a terrible place to be. So, one of the things I learned to do differently was to challenge my emotions. So, when I was upset, when I was frustrated, when I felt like I was tempted to turn to food for comfort, I learned how to challenge how I felt. And that's one of the first strategies that you can use today to stop letting your mood control your life. Challenge your emotions. As soon as you start to feel bad or negative or upset, it's it's not that there's something wrong with those feelings. Those feelings are fine, and it's okay to feel that way. But the problem is, if you let it control your life, that's when it becomes unhealthy, right? So as soon as those feelings start to creep in, that's the perfect time to stop and challenge yourself. And ask yourself this question, why do I feel this way? And what do I need to do differently? It sounds really simple, but what happens is your your logic takes over and the feelings then become almost like a, a secondary response because your brain starts to think. Instead of just reacting and responding with emotion, your brain has to actually stop and think and process. So by asking yourself, why do I feel like the? You know, what am I feeling? Why do I feel this way? What do I need to do differently? You're going to start to come up with ideas and strategies to change your situation. So in my case, for example, when I was upset and I would think, oh, I just, I've got to go, I've got to go get something out of the fridge. I need to eat something. I would stop and say, wait a second. Okay, what am I feeling? I'm upset. Why am I upset? OK, maybe let's, let's just say I had a, an argument with, with one of my kids or, or my spouse or something like that, right? OK, I had an argument. I'm upset. So what choices do I have now? And, and I literally would stop and ask myself these questions. So what choices do I have? OK, I could continue to be upset and eat junk food. OK, yes, that's one choice. Or what else could I do? OK, I could go on a walk. Or I could just take a deep breath, maybe ten deep breaths, and remind myself that it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Or I could go and write in my journal. So. there's lots of choices that we can make, but what often happens when our, when our emotions take over and, and our mood is controlling our life, we stop rational thought. We stop thinking of the choices that we have, and we just react and respond. So what I want to encourage you to do is apply this to any area in your life. So it's not just about emotional eating. It can be for anything, you know, if if you're someone who gets angry and and you tend to start screaming and shouting at your at your kids or or uh, friends or whatever the case may be, you know, it's a good time for you to stop and take that step back and ask yourself, "Okay, what am I upset about?" and what choices do i have how can i respond differently that's really where it starts and that's how we start to take control of our emotions and that's where we start to really take control of the way that we feel now we can be emotional for all different types of reasons we can be upset we can be feeling down or discouraged frustrated we can be feeling angry we can even be feeling sad about something you know sometimes we'll we'll experience a situation where we are told some tragic news or something very unexpected and shock. Shock can happen and and that can can play a role in in the way you're feeling. It's important to remember that it's okay to have feelings. You don't have to be happy all the time. It's not realistic to be happy all the time. And you, you are completely entitled to feeling upset and frustrated and angry. And in fact, it's healthy to have your feelings and express those feelings. What I want to encourage, you to do is just to start thinking strategically about how you feel and to stop allowing those feelings to control your life. Stop allowing the feelings to take over. You can have feelings while still maintaining Control while still being proactive in your approach. And that's what I want to encourage you to do today. You know, a lot of times we have unexpected feelings that just kind of take over because we've got hormonal imbalances going on, or sometimes we've got different things happening in our bodies that we don't necessarily understand. You know, being a woman myself, I have PMS every single month, and you know what? Those hormones, they just go crazy sometimes. And all of a sudden, I'm feeling sad. and and weepy for no apparent reason. Well, you know what? That's because of hormones. It happens, right? And so even, you know, my son is a teenager right now. My second son is almost a teenager. And and he has crazy hormones going. and, And all of a sudden, he can be upset about something or, very emotional for no reason. And guess what? It's completely normal. But when that happens, it's important that we take that step back and realize, hey, what's going on with me right now? Why am I all of a sudden feeling this way? Sometimes it's because you've buried stuff inside, right? Sometimes it's because you you have problems or you have frustrations with people or with experiences and you've never dealt with it. So what happens? something triggers a response and those feelings start pouring out because you haven't dealt with them. So there's a lot of different factors that play a role in your emotions and in your moods. And so it's important, like I said, to take that step back and ask yourself some questions. That's where we want to challenge our emotions. Ask yourself, why do I feel this way? What am I feeling What are my choices? What can I do differently in response to how I'm feeling right now? And this is just a really healthy way to start to manage your emotions and to really identify what's going on with you. For some of us, you know, we need help with this. This isn't always something you can just do on your own, depending on your background and your circumstances. You know, if if you've had a really difficult life or maybe you're right now struggling with something that's really, really tough, you might need the help of a counselor or another professional that can help guide you with learning how to manage these emotions. But in a lot of cases, you know, this is just a strategy you can use to start taking control of how you feel. In a lot of cases, um, it's really not that it's hard. It's pretty simple. But you have to consciously implement the strategy in order for it to work in your life. So, again, you want to stop, take that step back, challenge yourself, ask a question. Why am I feeling this way? What can I do differently? What are my choices? And then, of course, you have to then make a choice. What are you going to do with the feelings that you're having, with those emotions? What are you going to do? If you wake up and you think, I'm just having a bad day, I'm tired, I'm grumpy, guess what? That is a choice. You are choosing that the rest of your day is going to be a tired, grumpy day. And guess what? You can just as easily choose differently. But it's about making that conscious decision. So choice is is so powerful here. I think a lot of times in our society today, we make people feel like they don't have choices. Like if you're having a bad day, your whole day is going to be bad. If you have an argument, then the rest of your day is going to be centered around that argument and it's all just going to be bad. Well, guess what? That's not true. A lot of times this is just a a program that we're telling people over and over, but it's not true. You have choices every single day and you can just as easily choose to have a great day as you can choose to have a bad day. You know, it, it really is a choice. It's all about how you approach life and your perspective and your mindset and how you think and believe. All of this plays a role in managing your emotions. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about your mindset. What do you think and what do you believe? This definitely plays a role in how you feel. If you're someone who focuses on negativity and focuses on problems all the time, chances are you're going to have a lot of negative feelings. You're going to feel down. You're going to feel discouraged. You're going to feel frustrated because you're constantly focusing on the negatives. However, if you start to learn to focus on the positives, it doesn't mean that all those negatives go away, but it simply means that your focus changes. Your focus shifts to positive things. It shifts to things that make you feel good and that are uplifting instead of the things that are dragging you down, right? So your focus and your mindset plays a really, really big role in the way that you feel. All right, we've got to stop right there and take a short break. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about your focus and your mindset. We will also talk about affirmations and how to really boost your self-esteem. I'll be sharing later on in the show a simple trick to lift your spirits even when you're having a bad day and also some ways that you can improve your mood. So stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy and we will be right back. This is
3: the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit connectwithrachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success.
3: Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or Blackberry.
0: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world.
1: You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy.
2: Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for sticking around today. Today we've been talking about ways to stop letting your mood control your life, and I want to hear from you. What is the biggest challenge that you're facing when it comes to your mood and the way you feel and your emotions? What is, what is the biggest challenge you're facing? You can send me an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. That's radio at connectwithrachel.com. And share that with me today. I would love to know what challenge you're facing specifically. You don't have to get into all of the details. But you know it's really interesting. The more I hear from people all around the world, the more I see that we all tend to face some of the same challenges and setbacks. And we have a lot of the same questions. And so that's actually how I get some of the ideas for the show. I hear from listeners that are writing into the show and and asking questions, and and then I'm able to talk about that on a future episode. So if you have a couple minutes today, just send a quick email to radio at connectwithrachel.com and let me know the biggest challenge that you're facing when it comes to managing your mood or your emotions. All right, so let's just touch a little bit more up on your mindset. We talked about this a little bit before the break, how important it is to be aware of the way you think and you what you believe, and whether you're thinking and focusing on the negatives or the positives and how that kind of plays a role in the way that you feel. So just a little bit more on that topic You know, your mindset is one of those things that you actually can learn how to control. So a lot of times we think that we're not in control of the way that we think, but we actually are. So if you grow up in a difficult situation like I did and you're always told a lot of negative things about you and about life and and you're really kind kind of beat down a lot, right, as far as your mindset goes, what happens is you tend to continue to believe that way as you grow up and as you get older. And if you don't learn how to change it, you then teach your kids how to believe that same way. And so it becomes a, a cycle of negative thinking and limiting believing and it just goes on and on if you don't learn to change. So what's really exciting is that you can change. You can change the way you think and you can change the way that you believe. And that's exactly what I've done in my own life. And instead of ending up a statistic like what I mean it was so possible that I could and by every account, you know, I should have really been a statistic. But instead I took control of my my life and I made changes. I learned how how to think differently and believe differently and so you can do that too so if you're somebody who really struggles with negative thinking and if that's something that's playing a role in your emotions which trust me it does this is something that you can change and one of the best ways that you can start to change your mindset is through using affirmations What are affirmations? Well, affirmations are positive statements that you make on a daily basis over and over again. It's a positive way of thinking and believing. It's something that you say about yourself, about your life, about your experiences. It does need to be truthful, okay? It does. And it might seem a little strange at first. But let me explain how this works. This actually helps you build more confidence and self-esteem as well by using affirmations. So what this looks like is if you're someone Who let's say has a a negative thought of, I'm just not good enough. Let's say that you think that way about yourself. And let's say that when you think to yourself, I'm not good enough, you feel bad. You immediately start to feel down and discouraged. Well, by using a positive affirmation such as, I am great, I am special, I am very important, I am valuable. By using statements like that, positive I statements, you start to feel better about yourself. You start to believe better about yourself because you're telling yourself a positive statement over and over again on a daily basis. So, this works with negative statements as well. If you're being negative and you're always telling yourself negative things, over time, you just become more and more negative. But as you start to use positive affirmations, you start to become more positive And you start to recognize the wonderful things about yourself and about your life. That does help you to boost your self-esteem and your confidence. So for example, every day when you wake up in the morning, are you saying something positive to yourself? Are you thinking something positive? Or are you thinking something negative? If you wake up and you think to yourself, oh, man, I hate the sound of that alarm. Oh, I'm so tired. I just don't want to go to work today. I just don't want to do this. And if that's how you're starting your day, chances are you're going to be in a bad mood, and it's probably not going to be a very great day. But imagine what it would be like if you start your day in a positive way. Your alarm goes off, you smile, you say, man, this is a great start to my day. I've got the whole day ahead of me. I wonder what I'm going to do today. I wonder what today is going to look like. And then you start to paint a picture in your mind of some positive outcomes that you'd like to see happen today. Start to imagine what your day might be like. Okay, today, you know, I'm going to go on a nice walk this afternoon. Or, hey, today, I'm going to make sure that I go out to coffee with my best friend. Or, you know, I, I mean, Paint the picture the way that it works for you, but start to imagine your day in a positive and uplifting way. Start with a positive affirmation. Tell yourself, this is going to be a great day. I am so happy and grateful that I am alive today. I am so, so happy that I get another shot at life, right? I mean, every single day, you could literally wake up and say, I am so grateful that I'm alive today, because guess what? You never know when your time is gonna be done here, right? So just looking at life differently, having a different perspective in the morning when you wake up is a really, really great thing. Telling yourself something positive. When you go and you're getting ready and you're getting showered and you're getting your makeup on and hair done, right? When you're looking in the mirror, are you saying positive things? Are you saying to yourself, man, I look good today. All right, I like the way this outfit is or I really like how I've done my hair. Or are you telling yourself, oh, bad hair day. Oh, man, this looks terrible. Oh, I look so fat in this. Oh, I just look horrible today. Are you telling yourself that? Because again, if you are, that is going to affect your mood. When you put on an outfit and you say, man, I look good. I feel great in this outfit. Well, guess what? All of a sudden, you stand a little bit taller, your shoulders are back, you have a little pep in your step, smile on your face, because you feel good about yourself. Why? Because of what you told yourself. Because of what you were thinking. You were thinking, man, I feel great. I look great. And so guess what? You feel good and you look good. But The same is true when you're being negative and when you're saying bad things about yourself and to yourself. So that's why positive affirmations are so powerful and so important to implement every single day. Truthfully, this will make a huge, huge difference in your life if you simply start to think and believe better and more positively about yourself and about your life Everything starts to change. I mean, honestly, everything starts to change, and you will notice that other people will comment on on what's this new thing you're doing. Right? They'll ask you, "What are you doing differently? You seem happier. You, you I see you smiling more. You know, I, you, you seem to have more energy." What are you doing differently? People will notice, and it's really amazing when they do because then you have an opportunity to share with other people what you're doing differently. You know, maybe this week, your emotions have been running your life. You've been having your moods, and and it's just been controlling your life, and you've been missing out on things. But you know what, today's a new day today's a new day and you can take control and you can make a change today and and literally implement this strategy right now today and everything can change. And people around you will really be asking you, what are you doing so differently? I mean, it's incredible, but this absolutely works. It absolutely works. And earlier, I mentioned in the show that we have the opportunity to to choose what we're going to do, right? When we're having uh, these different feelings and we're having these emotions, we get a choice to choose what we want to do differently. What Are we going to go to the party or are we not going to go? Are we going to go hang out with our friends or are we not going to go because we're in a bad mood? Now, you know, if you're in a bad mood, sometimes it is better to stay home, okay? Sometimes it's better to just give yourself a break. Take that step back and say, you know, this time I'm going to stay home and I'm going to just have some time, some quiet time to myself. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's a really healthy choice because sometimes you don't want to have to go out and pretend that things are okay when things aren't okay. So I'm not saying that you just have to make yourself go out and do something. I'm not saying that at all. Sometimes it's good to just take a step back, stay home, and kind of regather your thoughts and and that definitely plays a role as well. But if you're allowing a bad mood to, to make it where you just don't do anything and you miss out on things, then that's a good time to ask yourself, what do I want to choose? What's going to be best for me? What's going to give me the best result in my life? And sometimes, you know, it's challenging yourself to pick yourself back up. You know, sometimes it's challenging yourself to go out and do something and be with people anyway. So, again, it's different for every person and every situation is different. But I just want to encourage you to take that time to think about the choices that you have and think about what you're telling yourself. Think about whether or not those negative uh, mindset, those negative words that you're saying, Is that how you want to continue your day? Is that how you want to continue thinking? Or do you want to start looking at things from a different perspective? And one way that you can challenge yourself to look at things from a different perspective is to start creating a list of your different choices. Sometimes we feel like we're stuck and like we don't have choices, especially when that mood is taking over, when those emotions are taking over you know, it's really easy to feel stuck and like you just have to react because you don't know what other choices you have. But if you make a list of different choices to fall back on, this can be really, really helpful. You can call it like an activity swap or, um, you know, a a choice sheet, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't really matter what you name it, but just having a list of different choices. So for example, instead of eating brownies because I'm upset. I will go on a walk. So that could be a choice. That could be something on this this choice list that you can fall back on. Or you can you can do something like, you know, instead of yelling at my kids, I will take a 10-minute break to calm down. You know, it's it's about thinking things through in advance so that you have other options to fall back on. So earlier in the show, I was talking about when I was overweight and, and I was definitely an emotional eater and, you know, I would go to that pan of brownies, right? And so part of learning how to not do that is Simply finding different strategies of things I could do that were healthy for me, that were not going to sabotage my success and sabotage my progress, and um, I really found it helpful to have a choice list to just have some different strategies that I could fall back on, and so that really worked for me. It can be something as simple as making a list of different activities that you enjoy. So you know, if the emotions are are flaring and you're not sure what to do, you've got that list that says, okay, hey, I could go on a walk. I could go running. I could go swimming. You know, if you're a creative person, maybe you want to write or paint or draw. Maybe you want to build something. My dad was a cabinet builder when I was growing up. And so I used to work with him in the shop and I loved it. I was just little, little at the time. I remember being probably about six years old and making a birdhouse. (laughs) It was it was not a very pretty birdhouse but you know I just got pieces of wood and I glued and stuck things together and I added all these little uh, parts to it just kind of scrap wood and I made this little birdhouse and I mean it was fun I enjoyed it so you know that for me could be something fun that I could do that can be on my list of things so if my emotions are flaring and I say ah what am I going to do like I'm upset and I'm frustrated and I just I need to get these feelings out. What can I do? You know, that's something I could do. I can do something like a building project or I can do something creative. I enjoy things like that. And so it's the same for you. It's just a matter of brainstorming different things that you enjoy doing that you could do instead of allowing those emotions to get out of control and to really dictate the rest of your day or the rest of your week. You know, back when... I was struggling so much in life. A bad day could literally lead to five bad days in a row for me. I mean, that's how bad things were years ago. And I I often wondered, I was like, man, how is like one bad day how does that turn into a whole week of badness? Like, how does that happen? And I used to wonder that back then. Of course, I've, I've learned over the years like how that happens because it becomes a negative cycle and, and then the more negative thinking that you have, the more negativity you're attracting into your life and the more i mean it's just oh my gosh over and over again i was so negative back then oh my goodness and i focused on every little tiny problem and you name it i i just oh boy was i a mess but here's the thing it's not unusual this is actually very common we don't teach people how to deal with their emotions. We don't teach people how to deal with tragedies and setbacks. And we don't teach people how to deal with unexpected illnesses and injuries. And you know, when you're in pain every day like I was, it's really hard to have a great day when you're in so much pain. I've got a friend who's got a really bad uh, back injury. and, And he's been struggling with this for years and years. And he's literally in so much pain every day that just getting through the day is like that's a victory, just getting through the day because he's in so much pain. And I mean back when I was struggling a lot, I had a l- problem with my low back and, and all of this. Um and, and I was in pain all the time as well. And so I can relate to how that feels and to what that's like. And I I know it can be really hard to think anything positive when when you're in pain like that and and that's probably for me that's probably part of the reason that you know one bad day turned into like a bad week because it just was one thing after another after another but that's the importance of learning the skill of managing your emotions and learning how to ask yourself what can I do differently and having that choices list like we were just talking about that will make a big difference because you do have Choices, you know, if if you're somebody who's in pain a lot, what can you do differently? Would swimming work? You know, would just going and being in the water, even if it's just walking through the water, would that help you? Um, using ice or a hot pack or something like that? Would stretching help you? If you're someone who's in pain, would just getting out and walking around the house instead of staying on the couch, but just walking around the house. Would that help? There's lots of strategies that you can use in your own life, depending on what challenges you are facing right now. But the whole point here is just to remember that you have choices and to write those choices down so that you can have something to fall back on when the emotions are flaring and when they're taking over, you know? That's the important thing, knowing that you have, different choices and different strategies that you can implement. Now, I want to share with you a simple trick that you can use to lift your spirits when you're having a bad day or when you're feeling down and discouraged, when you're in a slump. Maybe things have been going wrong or someone is sick in your family. Maybe you've been sick or, like I was mentioning, maybe you are someone who's been struggling with a lot of pain, like my friend or like I have in years past. What can you do to lift your spirits? The one strategy, absolute foolproof strategy that you can use is to listen to music. Listen to music. Man, this, I'm telling you, oh my gosh, there is something about music that just changes your mood. It's amazing. But when you put on one of your favorite songs, a song that makes you feel really good and that makes you just feel alive and vibrant, it's incredible what happens. Your whole body starts to shift and change. It's like you can be in a really bad mood and that song comes on and all of a sudden it takes you back to a time and a place where you just feel so great. It's amazing how this happens, but it absolutely works. I use music every single day, to, to really enhance my mood and to ha- enhance my creativity. I work from home and I do a lot of writing and I do a lot of coaching with clients and, and teaching and training. And and so it's important that I can enhance my creativity and really have a great mood. And I mean, I have stuff that happens in my life every day, right? Stuff happens. So it's important that I can continue to manage my own emotions and manage my mood. And music definitely helps with that. I love listening to classical music, to instrumental music. I've got this mix of of uh, some different songs that are so soothing. And one of those songs has kind of a, like a water flowing in the background, and it's very peaceful. It's very, very soothing. And every time I turn that on, I just feel completely balanced and I feel so peaceful and I just feel calm and I love it. It's wonderful. And guess what? I even play this music for my puppies and they immediately settle down and they just become relaxed and it's incredible what happens just because of this particular music. So I know that when I want to be in a state of calm and tranquility and I really want to have that balance. I know exactly what music to go to. I know what works for me. Now, if I want to have more energy and enthusiasm and I want to feel more excited, I turn on faster music, a fast paced song or collection of songs that I really enjoy. Something I can sing along to because I enjoy singing and, and, you know, moving and dancing. I love to dance. And so that's part of putting on a great song is it gets my body moving. It gets me moving, right? And so I know what songs to play to create more energy, to create enthusiasm and excitement. Now, here's the kicker. I also know that music can have a negative impact as well. So think about a song maybe from your past, let's say, and every time you hear the song, it makes you cry. Do you, do you have a song like that that just gets you, like it just tugs at your heart every time you hear it? It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to put you in a bad mood, but it just tugs at your heart. Maybe it makes you a little weepy. Well, okay, if you're someone who wants to have a great day, that song might not be the best song to choose. But sometimes a song like that can also be very beneficial because it can help you tap into some of those feelings. It can help you in a creative way, if you're maybe like a writer, for example, because I like to write and and part of the work I do is writing. So if I need to tap into those feelings, those feelings of sadness or remembering a time when I felt a certain way, like when I felt disappointed or sad, I know I could turn on, you know, there's a handful of particular songs I could turn on and that would take me back to those feelings. And so then I could write about, a scenario or a character that might be feeling a similar way. Does that make sense? So music is so powerful. It can definitely affect your mood and your creativity. It can affect the way you feel. So I like to use music to give a positive effect. But like I said, if there's songs that kind of make you feel a little bit down or or a little bit sad, those can also be used in a positive way. It's just all about how you frame it and how you shape it. But the most important thing is that you start to implement music into your strategy of managing your emotions and controlling your mood so that your mood is not controlling your life. Okay, we have to stop right there and take another short break. But when we come back, we will be wrapping up the show with a few more ways that you can improve your mood every single day. So stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back.
3: your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed.
1: Transform your life. Boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit ConnectWithRachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success.
0: Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy.
3: Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Succeed. We're on the cutting edge of social media.
0: Can you keep up? Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
1: You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy.
2: Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. On today's show, we have been talking about ways that you can stop letting your mood control your life. Before the last break, we were talking about music and how powerful music is and how it can really influence your mood and the way that you feel and how you can use music to really spur that creativity and to put you in a great mood. I'm telling you, music makes a huge, huge difference. So before we run out of time today, I do want to share a few more ways that you can improve your mood. Just to quickly recap, on today's show, we've gone through some ways that you can quickly and easily conquer your emotions while staying true to yourself. We talked about stopping, taking that step back questioning yourself and your emotions, and then making a choice. We also talked about brainstorming some different choices, having a choice sheet that you could pick from when your mood or your emotions is starting to take control so that you can kind of get out from those emotions and make a different choice. So having that choice sheet was important. We talked about that. We talked about affirmations and how to think in a more positive way, how to say more positive things to yourself and about yourself, and how that impacts your life and even your self-esteem. We talked about the music, of course. I mean, there's just so many different things that we talked about today. But a couple quick things before we run out of time. I want to share these with you because these will help you improve your mood on a daily basis. The first thing is to surround yourself with people that make you feel great. You know, it is so important that we surround ourselves with people that are supportive and encouraging and that are uplifting. People that give energy and that don't just suck the energy out of a room, right? I'm sure you know people like that where they enter a room or they enter your space and they just suck the energy right out of you. You know, that happens sometimes, but it's super important that for the most part we surround ourselves with people that give energy, with people that give back to us and make us feel great. And you want to be that person for someone else too. Make sure that you're giving people good energy and that you are supportive and encouraging to your friends and your family members as well. You want to be that person for other people. So surround yourself with people that make you feel great, That will help enhance your mood. It'll help you feel better on a daily basis. And also, surround yourself with things that make you feel great. This could be artwork that is very inspiring or that makes you feel wonderful and happy and joyful. It could be plants. It could be animals. You know, I, I have puppies myself. I love dogs, and my two puppies just make me feel so great. I love being with them. Now, they can drive me a little bit crazy sometimes because they are still learning, <laughs> but but I love spending time with my dogs. They just make me feel so great. And so animals are another um, kind of way that you can enhance your mood by having animals if you love animals and plants. Like I mentioned, plants. I love trees. So I have to have some greenery. Anywhere I'm at, I have to have some greenery. I got to have at least a a green plant or some trees, something. I got to have some greenery because that's part of what makes me feel great. So surround yourself with things that make you feel good. It can also be pictures of friends, of family members or even of experiences that you've had that you can look at that picture and say, man, that was a great time. That was such a fun experience. Maybe it's a place that you've traveled to. I love traveling, so I love having my different travel pictures around to remind me of fun experiences that I've had. But it's a great way to just have things around you every day that make you feel good. And on the contrary, the things that are surrounding you that make you feel bad You've got to cut those out seriously if you have bedding that you hate you got to get rid of it you have to get rid of it this is something that i did a couple years ago it was so funny because i didn't even realize but every night i would get into bed and i would think to myself man i hate this bedding because it was kind of scratchy it didn't feel very good and then one day i don't even know why but it i it clicked with me and i realized wait a second Why don't I just buy new bedding? And then every day I get into into bed and say, man, this bedding is great, (laughs) right? It's a simple change. But even with me, I mean, I'm a work in progress. We all are. And if you're someone who has bedding that drives you crazy, get rid of it. Get something that makes you feel good. It just helps you stay on that positive note. It still helps you stay in that positive mindset. and It helps you feel good every single day. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. But I want to thank you again for sticking around and for being a loyal listener to Infinite Success Radio. You know, without you guys, we would not have this show. So thank you so, so much. Please make sure that you share Infinite Success Radio with your friends, with your family, and with your colleagues, because you never know whose life could change as a result of something we have shared on this show. Also, make sure that you subscribe to Infinite Success Radio on iTunes and on Stitcher so that you never miss an episode. And for those of you who have not connected with me on social media, you can do so at facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel or on Twitter at factors for success. That's factors, the number four success. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what questions or comments you have and I will respond back. Thanks again for listening. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy reminding you to believe in the power of a dream and we will see you again next week. Same time, same place.